Okay, welcome along to the Make It Count podcast. Hello, that's Matt. I'm David. We're the Taylor Bros, bringing the Make It Count podcast yeah, man. to your ears. <laughs> no matter where you are, we are now in your ears. That's weird. Don't say that. <laughs> oh, I was listening to another podcast today. I know, Kato or something. Um, but they were talking about something Matt, Pat Flynn, Pat Flynn had talked about, which is mm. like naming your... Um, podcast followers quote unquote oh yes you know and everyone does that you know famous celebrities do that right I yeah i can't think of any believers believers that's, that's the only one i can think of yeah i'm sure most of them do it yeah anyway so i was listening to one podcast and they're like oh you should call it this and i was like oh yeah what we could do we could call it the, the makers no the counters no the it's no no <laughs> obviously like make it count as a acronym becomes Mike, so we could call our followers the Mikes. Or just Mike. <laughs> <laughs> hey Mike, nice to have you along. <laughs> anyway, that's not what we're talking about today. <clears throat> Random intro. Normally we get straight to it, and we will, but today we're really talking about the journey from uncertainty to clarity. Mm. And I would postulate that mm. the world is seemingly more uncertain than it's ever been before. What do you think? Um, that is a, well, it's difficult to know. I've not been alive that long. Yeah. I've only been alive 28 years. And so, Bose, as I've grown older, it does seem the world gets more complex. Complex. And uncertain. Do you think complexity leads to uncertainty? I kind of wonder if it does. I think it does. Yeah. So, uh, because... We've spoken a little bit about... I don't know if we have. We've spoken a lot about this. I don't know if we've spoken about it on a podcast of how the world has moved from a complicated place to a complex space. And mm-hmm. that's some stuff we've picked up from Mark Sayers. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I learned about at university, I did this really interesting course, or like a one-week intense course on systems. And it was exactly this idea of moving from a complicated system to a complex system. The thing with a complicated system is... Even though it's lots of things going on, if you you can pass out all the different inputs and the outputs, and you can analyze the solution, so you literally can go, well, when we poke this input, we know that's going to change that output and, and such and such. But so when if it comes we do to these a, ten steps, we whatever. can figure it out. This is going to yeah. happen. So you can you you can when you get the analysis of that system correct, you have certainty. Or at least a good measure of certainty as to how it will behave. And that's a complicated system. Yeah. When you move to a complex system, there are so many things going on and so many interactions that if you poke one input, actually you don't know what it's going to change with the output because there's feedback loops that then reinforce and change things. So you actually aren't able to quote-unquote solve Mm. or come to a solution of the system. You have to try things and try to optimise them. Uh, and so I think the nature of that, as, um, as basically as people, you know, the last couple of centuries have moved more and more towards cities and uh, those webs of relationships have become, I suppose, more interwined with larger numbers of people. And even just looking at, for example, traffic flows through cities, it's a very difficult problem to solve, actually. there's, And so I think... Because of that, and even just the number of people on the planet mm-hmm. has increased mm. immensely. And so 
just because of that, I think complexity increasing does lead to more uncertainty. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like you said, we are relatively young guys uh, at this time. We haven't lived through four millennia of history. Um, so to have that overview, and even if we had, we wouldn't have lived everywhere no. all of the time. So, you know, we're just an experience, but it seems to us, maybe at the moment, and to other people who have maybe stated that it, it feels more complex, more uncertain, more unknown. And, and I came across a bit of research that talked about the link between uncertainty and information. Yes. And one of the things they, they said was actually there are five sources of information that bring uncertainty. Ah. So there's missing information. Uh, this is where I'm going to forget what they all are. Uh, noisy information, incomplete information, um, I think I feel like misinformation might be one of them, but like sure, um, I'm trying to remember the five. But there, there are these five theories of or things of information that lead to uncertainty, and so yeah. you think, well, it's obvious. If there's missing information, you're going to be there's that in its nature is going to bring uncertainty. Yeah, you got a question there's, mark over what's that not there? Yeah, what's not here? That might be the most important bit. Yeah, and. And we have that all the time. Yeah. Biased information. We, we engage with news outlets and all sorts of other sources. And you think, are they really telling me what is true? Hmm. Or are they telling me what their slant of it is? Well, what does that do? You've got a question. You've got some level of uncertainty there. Yeah. And then, of course, misinformation or disinformation where you... No, well, can I trust that information? Not necessarily just because there's in bias, but it's because maybe there's deliberate mistruth in there. Mm. So, and the noisy information one is really interesting. I remember hearing a story, and they, I think they did some research with some people, and they played them this noise, and to people it's just it's just noise, it's like just whatever. But gradually they would strip layers away of this noise. <coughs> And then keep stripping layers away and kept stripping layers away. And eventually, underneath all of that noise was this beautiful piece of music. Mm. But the beautiful piece of music had been there all along. Yeah. But actually, masked. it was masked by all the other noise. And that, I think that's part of the biggest thing. That's noisy information. It's like, where is the beauty? Where is the true? Where is the good in amongst all of this noise? And we talked about complexity. But what is uncertain? So. What is actually certain is that we are engaging with more information than we ever have before. Yeah. And I mean, from an energy point of view, my, my understanding is the brain, in terms of its mass, is like 3, 4 or 5% of the body mass. Mm -hmm. So, you know, your brain weighs about 3 or 4% of your total body mass. But in terms of energy usage, it's up by like a quarter because mm -hmm. it just... Energy processing and making decisions is an energy costly activity. And I'm actually reading at the moment Atomic Habits by mm. James Clear. And one of the things he says is habits are really useful. You're actually constantly in the process of living out habits, forming habits, sort of slightly adapting habits. And the purpose of habits is effectively to take away the uh, decision making 
that is costly in energy and focus from the normal things that just work. Your body gets into those routines and so it's the, the aim is to help you to function in normal things and to get the rewards that you're seeking, but without having to consciously always be thinking about those things. Mm. And so if that's the case, um, we've spoken a little bit about this before with the convenience and the um, comfort one about labour-saving devices. And you think, well, okay, if, if I'm saving time and energy, quote marks up, by not having to do the washing by hand, not having to wash the clothes or laundry by hand. Um, and so I'm saving time and energy, right? Because I'm not having to do that with my body. But if I then spend the rest of that time that I would have been doing that, consuming information via the news or social media or reading on whatever, or just watching TV, or lots of visual information, lots of things in, actually I'm overloading my mind more then I and, and probably maybe I'm not using the same amount of calories, but I'm actually working my mind so much more and giving my brain so much more to do, such that it's overwhelmed. Mm. And the uncertainty is, well, what do I do with all this information? Mm. No wonder we can't sleep when we get to bed. Mm. And I think that's that's kind of as we pivot this part of the conversation. But uncertainty has so many consequences. Procrastination, stuck. Those are fear. The, the fear. Those are the things that happen. But what what do you feel? Well, you feel anxious. You feel powerless. You feel overwhelmed, like you're drowning, like there's no way out. And so you just get on that treadmill, like you said. You look at your phone because it keeps you awake long enough to to carry on moving forward. Just about into the the habit that your life is. And so I, I sort of think, oh, there's huge consequences to this uncertainty. So, so what do you do in that place? Because, and and I, I would maybe say that there are going to be people that handle this uncertainty well, mm. and there are going to be people that won't handle it well. Mm. And actually, <laughs> they're going to be the ones that change the world or make a difference, or shall we say, make it count. Because if you're not able in this time where there is an information abundance and attention deficit and a high level of information and uncertainty, if if we don't learn how to navigate that uncertainty intentionally, mm. helpfully, we will become overwhelmed by it. Yeah, for sure. And I think... <laughs> we are looking around for people as guides in this time mm. saying, who can navigate these waters mm. you look to the leaders of your organizations and your country and it seems like nobody knows what to do um and i mean going back to i mean just the way that you live your life obviously at the moment things are quite difficult with the price of living going up You've got things going on around halfway around the world which are affecting day-to-day -day life here mm. because we live in an interconnected world which makes things far more delicately balanced. Mm. So if something tips over there, what could that change over here? Mm. And so it feels like we're constantly having to react mm. to things that are changing that we have no control over. Definitely. And I think when there is 
uncertainty in any form. Like you said, there are things halfway around the world that affect where you are, wherever in the world you're listening to it. It's an interconnected world. The big things, the small things, how you have a conversation can bring uncertainty or not. And we're looking for those people that can see through the mist, see through the fog. But what I would say is there's a difference between... And I think in uncertainty, we so quickly want to grasp for certainty. Mm. But there is a difference between certainty and clarity. And I think really Ooh, what we want, good. we want is clarity. We want clarity from the people in our lives. We want clarity from the, the leaders we serve under. We want clarity for ourselves so that we can move forward confidently. Because mm. I think when we are clear in our minds or when we have clear instructions, we can move forward. When, when the task is clear, when the way is, has clarity, we can move forward. And so in the absence of it, when there's uncertainty, we don't. We stay stuck. Yeah, that's true. And uh, as you said, from a... Well, from if you're in an organisation in which the industry or the marketplace is going all over the place... And yet you have leadership that's going, okay, we cannot guarantee with any certainty that if we stick to our course that we will succeed. But because of our values that we have and we've got this vision, we this is what we are going to do in this time. Mm. And that doesn't mean that we won't reevaluate and respond, but it means that actually we can, with a clarity, move forwards mm. rather than going, Okay, what's on the news this morning? React. What's on the news this morning? React. You go, no, we're going to stick to the course. And so our sort of fairly early doors in the pandemic two years ago now, there were some organisations um, that basically said before mandates came in, right, we are, it looks like we're not going to be able to open doors for the foreseeable. So we're just going to say we're not going to open doors until... And then they set a point fairly far off in the future because that just meant that, okay, now everybody knows we're in this mode for the next whatever, rather than just going each week, we'll see how it is next week. We'll see how it is next week. Mm. That paid a huge toll on those people in those organisations because you're constantly jumping to and fro rather than going, right, we have some clarity. We can just move forward in this. It might not be the best but at least we're cert well. At least we have clarity about what we're doing now, rather than keeping yourself in that tension, like yeah. you said, fritting backwards and forwards. And I think there's an element of certainty that wants to know the outcome. Yeah. And I think that's what certainty wants. But clarity wants to know the way. And uh, I mean, that's one of the reasons I love coaching because a huge majority of the people that coach with me come out and go, "I'm so much clearer." They said that every session, let alone after a series of sessions. Yeah. And then I think, well, that's what this age needs. That's what we all need. We all want clarity in the things that we're doing, in the way we're working, in the way we're living, in the healthy habits we're forming. We, we want <clears throat> and we need that clarity so that once we are crystal clear in our minds, we have the confidence to step forward into the things we want. Yeah. Yeah, as you, a word you used earlier was if you're, well, if you're in uncertainty, it obviously means you don't know which way to go or what to do. So you end up often not doing anything or mm. being stuck. So we say we're stuck in uncertainty. 
and and that's a fairly unpleasant experience and so then I think you said it really worked you would just end up procrastinating because well that's quite uncomfortable what do I do with this comfort well I'd rather just forget about it for a little bit mm. so I will then go and do my normal routines that help me whatever get immediate temporary relief from the discomfort but of course what we said earlier if that is part of the noisy information that actually just makes it worse mm. because I'm not even giving my mind time to in the background process some stuff I'm overwhelming it with more information to have to filter out yeah. I'd probably be better off going maybe I need to just sit with this discomfort for a few minutes maybe mm. 15 minutes not saying anything maybe just writing out what I'm feeling or writing out what is the core of the problem that I'm facing mm. and trying to get some clarity on what the issue is let alone don't worry about any solutions just yet but what is actually bothering me deep down? And there are lots of ways, I think, or maybe a few ways, to to get a little bit of clarity through that uncertainty. I've seen that picture before. It's like someone's sort of 2D of someone's brain. It's just like a drawing. And in it, it's all this like lines and there's a red bit and a green bit and like all these other squiggles and stuff. And then the next bit is like a page and it's like all lined out and it's like, oh, there's the green bit and there's the red bit and now it's like organised. Right. And I think there's so much of how, you know, our thoughts in our head, they feel really clear and then we write them down and we're like, that wasn't, that's not as clear as I thought it was. And the same thing happens when we speak out loud. There are so many people are verbal processors, but even the ones that aren't, when you say something, it's that thing of, oh... Do you know something? Well, you know it when you can teach it. And we've all had that moment where it's like, oh, I learned this really interesting thing earlier and I'm coming to Matt and I'm going, yeah, they said it way better than I did. I, I, uh, yeah, you get part way through and you, you're stumbling over your words and you're mm. wondering, I need to, I don't know this. Like they knew it so well that I thought I knew it. And then I said it and I didn't know it. And so all to say is there is something powerful, I think, that brings clarity in speaking it through, especially to someone who's going to listen to you. And then hopefully someone that can help you navigate and not just get clear, but put that into action. Yeah. I like to think I do that in coaching. You definitely do. I've had a few coaching sessions with you. Yeah. Definitely uh, added to my clarity. It was something that you even, I think we had a coaching session a number of months ago and you this might be where the, the genesis of this episode came from. But you said to me at one point, you, you're mentioning the word um, clarity a lot, but I think what you're mistaking it for is certainty. Mm. And you're desiring a certainty before you'll move forwards. Mm. Whereas actually what you need is a clarity in this is the direction to move in, though you don't know what the destination necessarily holds. Mm. I think that was really helpful. And I suppose it's just the difference between going, here's a map. I've got a map of life. I don't know the destination I'm heading to versus I've got a compass and it's pointing me the direction mm. to go into. And I don't know actually what's at the top of the mountain or what's at the other, but I know that that's the direction I'm going in. Mm. And I think that's, that's true for most <laughs> people's lives. Most people's lives don't follow the quote-unquote standard path whatever that is because you think we're, we're neither of us are 30 yet we may live to 80 
Well, that's 50 more years. What was life like 50 years ago? That was the 70s. Mm. Like, could they have imagined what the world would look like now? <laughs> Not even possible. You know, so, so where we're going is going to be unimaginably different and maybe strangely similar in some ways yep. to, to where we are now. And so there is that uncertainty in moving forward. And, and really, uh, if you are feeling uncertain in an area of your life and you want clarity, you could try a coaching conversation with me. I'd highly recommend it. You, you do like free first sessions, don't you? Yep. Uh, if you currently just, yeah, <laughs> a 30 minute discovery session where we have a conversation. You see if you want to talk with me. I see if I want to talk with you. And at the end, we can go, what's the way forward? We'll start to come up with a plan that is suited to you. Because it's a personalized journey. Mm. But really, it's about whether you can move from that area of uncertainty in your life into clarity so that you can move confidently forward. And, and I love this. There are people that have made life decisions through coaching with me and I'm not there to advise I'm there to ask questions to draw out to listen to reflect to paraphrase and to at the end hopefully set some steps with you so that you can take those insights and that new clarity into action that's mm. really powerful I remember one person he talked about coaching uh, he coached with me for a series at the end he said, you know, one of the things it did is it really improved my relationship with my fiance. And I was like, what? We didn't talk about that in any of our sessions. Like, not one. We had like 10 sessions. <laughs> but actually, in the, the process or the journey of working through a lot of that uncertainty in a, a structured way, mm. actually, in an intentional way, that took the burden off of the, the relationship a little bit. So they, there was a lightness there and a, uh, almost a release of life in that space. Wow, that's brilliant. Yeah, guys, I would totally, totally recommend trying one of these discovery sessions with David. If you're still not sure, you can go and check out on David's YouTube channel one or two lightning sort of 15 minute examples of yeah. what a coaching conversation looks like. Um, that will give you an idea of what that looks like. And of course, it's not the only thing out there that you can do to get um, towards clarity. We talked about in one of our previous episodes, the clarity habit, writing down, journaling. But oh, who was it? There's a quote by someone basically going, without coaching, someone can't really meet their true potential. What was it? Yeah, it's Andy Stanley. He says, no matter how good you are, without coaching, you will never be as good as you could be. Mm. No, there was one other one. It was oh, something really? like coaching is the best self-discovery. Self-responsibility. John Whitmore has a lot of good quotes. Um, Can you remember it? I mean, it depends which one you're going for. I'm a big fan of coaching. And I think one of the things that I would say is if you look at the best sports stars in the world, the best musicians in the world, the, the best speakers in the world, the better they are, the more coaches they have. Yeah. And have had. And have had. And so, really, we all need people that are going to walk with us and want our best. And the best performers do that. So, whether it's uncertainty or actually you want to get better, that's that's coaching. Look for a coach. It doesn't have to be me. I'd love it if it was. But actually, 
I think we all benefit from from those conversations for someone that's in our corner rooting for us and has a way of helping us move forward. Absolutely. So that was this week's Make It Come podcast with the Taylor Bros. Uncertainty, what ails you? Moving towards clarity. I would love it if you reached out to her to see if you wanted to have a conversation that moves you from uncertainty to clarity in a coaching conversation with me. That would be amazing. But it's not the only thing you can do. We want to hear if, well, what ideas you guys have, what things you've tried to help move from uncertainty to clarity. Yeah. Hit us up at makeitcount.pod at gmail.com. All right. See you guys next week.